Zephaniah chapter 3, verses 14 through 20. Sing aloud, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O Israel. Rejoice and exult with all your heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away the judgments against you. He has cleared away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall never again fear evil. On that day it shall, see, it shall be said to Jerusalem, Fear not, O Zion, let not your hands grow weak. The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save you. He will rejoice over you with gladness, and he will quiet you by his love. He will exalt over you with loud singing. I will gather those of you who mourn for the festival so that you will no longer suffer reproach. Behold, at that time I will deal with all your oppressors, and I will save the lame and gather the outcasts, and I will change their shame into praise and renown in all the earth. At that time I will bring you in, at the time when I gather you together, for I will make you renowned and praised among all the peoples of the earth when I restore your fortunes before your eyes, says the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. What a beautiful, beautiful ending. Probably my favorite ending to any of the, the prophets. Oh, you know, that Zephaniah is considered a, a minor prophet, but it's only minor because of the size of the mm-hmm. book, not the content. Um, and it is, it is beautiful. It's, <clears throat> it's so cool. I was, uh, using, I don't know, I don't know you've used it before, Will, but there's a great app, um, slash website called step Bible. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love step Bible and I really like blue letter Bible. I like both of those. Um, they both have cross references. They both go back to the original language. Uh, and you just kind of wonder as you read these, because th- when you get to like, Peter's sermon in Acts chapter two, he quotes from the book of Joel. Well, most of us don't quote from the book of Joel. So you just wonder like, is any of this in the new Testament? Does any of this get recalled? And it definitely gets recalled. This Zephaniah three gets recalled by Isaiah in the book of Isaiah, um, gets in, uh, Jeremiah. And then in Jeremiah's lament, it's in there as well. But it's very interesting. There is a, a a little part that gets put in Hebrews chapter 12 from the passage you just read. Hmm. Uh, in Hebrews 12, verse 16 is referenced. Hmm. And I'll read verse 16. It says, On that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Fear not, O Zion, let not your hands grow weak. Hmm. And in Hebrews 12, 12, the writer of Hebrews says, therefore strengthen your feeble arms and weak knees, mm. make level paths for your feet so that the lame may not be disabled, but rather healed. You know, the famous part of, of Hebrews 12 is therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, mm-hmm. let us throw off everything that hinders the sin, which so easily entangles. And the whole rest of, of this little part of Hebrews 12 is to run the race with perseverance. Mm-hmm. What's really, really cool is the end of Zephaniah 3 is the same idea. Hmm. The Lord is coming. The Lord will redeem. The Lord will protect. The Lord will reward. Mm -hmm. And you, in the meantime, run the race with perseverance. Yeah. Yeah. And then then we see these beautiful things like Zephaniah 3.17, but the heart behind the conclusion of this book is the Lord is going to do his thing. 
You just be faithful till he shows up. Yeah. I I love this passage. It's one of my favorites. Uh, it was actually read at Jenna and I's wedding by Cooper Pinson, who led me to Christ in That's middle awesome. school. So I, I will forever hold this as a, a really dear passage. Um, but I, I love it. I love using this passage in calls to worship, you know, before we sing together too. Yeah. Because it's easy when we enter into the gates, you know, and like enter to, to worship, to, you know, perform our vows to the Lord, to be thinking about like, what's my posture? How am I, you know, approaching yada, yada, which is, you know, something that scripture commends us to, you know, think about. But I love Zephaniah 3. It actually tells us what's God's posture towards his redeemed people. And, and again, these are people who are lowly and crushed and are not worthy of salvation. Mm-hmm. And it it says that he he will rejoice over you with gladness. He's in your midst singing over you, exalting Amen. over you. I love that the word for rejoice when it is telling when uh, Zephaniah is telling Israel to rejoice. Um, the the word there. Sorry, I'm in step Bible. I'm trying to find it. It's Samach. And it, it's kind of like this, like relig- it it's encapsulates that like religious, like worship, rejoice. Mm-hmm. But when it says that the Lord will rejoice over you with gladness, it's sus. And it, it's more like this idea of just displaying joy. Hmm. And, and I just like love that idea that the, yeah. the joy of the yeah. Lord is overflowing onto his people. And, you know, I, I was, I was, riding with a, a couple friends yesterday and we were kind of talking about this idea that God is not a God of second chances where like Jesus gives us a clean slate over and over again to then go and like earn our salvation correctly, you know? Yeah. But God is a God who has done the work for us. Amen. And he just, as Hebrews so beautifully invites us, he just invites us into his rest like Jesus is actually the Sabbath, like he is the fulfillment. And, you know, we are, we're just invited into this sweet communion with the Lord where we can rejoice and worship and exalt him. And he is singing over us. And, you know, I, I, I love Zephaniah for this reason, because the, the first words after the introduction are, I will utterly sweep away everything. Yes. <laughs> and then the last words are, when I restore your fortunes before your eyes, says the Lord. And, and, you know, we've, we've kind of talked about, there's like this cross shaped hole where, where the Lord's disposition changes toward from judgment to mercy. And it's because all that, all that wickedness was laid on Christ. That's right. I, I think the, the last couple of verses just summarize that so well. I will gather, verse 18, I will gather those of you who mourn Mm. and who gather us for the festival Mm -hmm. will no longer suffer reproach. Behold, at that time, I will deal with all your oppressors. I will save the lame, gather the outcast. I will change their shame into praise and renown Mm -hmm. in all the earth. The question that comes to my mind, and this this excerpt was actually sent to me today in a text um, from a Paul David Tripp, New Morning Mercies devotion. Uh, the question I think that rises is, do I have the peace of the Lord 
today based on who he is and what he's going to do in the future? Or do my circumstances dictate my peace? Yeah. If my bank account is full, I feel better. I'm more at peace. If things are going well at home, I'm more at peace. Or does the peace of the Lord, which is understated, and but certainly in here in these verses, does the peace of the Lord continually reign and rule because I trust him and I know what he's going to do? Amen. I'll read this little line from this uh, devotion. It's the last line in the devotion that was sent to me. Peace comes when you rest in the fact that grace has connected you to the one who has overcome everything that could cause your heart to be troubled, and nothing can sever that connection. Amen. You know, I'll read this last line, and maybe we just let the scriptures Mm -hmm. call us out after this. The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness, and he will quiet you with his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. For Will Carlisle, I'm Thomas Nelson. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.